what we did yesterday and try to bring out a little bit more depth to that. Okay? So basically we were saying a very foundational principle that Rosh Hashanah, the gather of Rosh Hashanah is Hayom Harat Olam. Which means where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is recreating the world and Hashem is re-establishing His kingdom, which is the definition of the world. The world is Hashem's kingdom. And therefore, everything is tied to that point. Okay? And this whole building of the Malchus, okay, is something that spans over 10 days from Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur. And while this is all taking place, there's different things going on an hour of Aida to work with the reality of what's happening. Okay? So one of the Inyanam we said was Tshuva. And the reason why we explained that Tshuva comes out in these 10 days is because we're trying to say a lumbness to understand Tshuva. It's a deep lumbness. Tshuva, what's the definition of the word Tshuva? Tshuva means to go back. To go back where? Where are you going back to? Right? So one way of understanding truth is to go back to Hashem. You went away from Him, you strayed away from Him, so you go back to Him, right? But another definition of truth is that you're going back to yourself. What does that mean? You're going back to yourself before you sinned. Now you're going back to the state of yourself before. Your own state. So let's try to understand that because Simply the way people look at things is, I am who I am. I am who I am before the sin. I am who I am after the sin. I just did a bad behavior. Right? Nothing changed within my reality. So what am I going back to? Right? So let's try to understand that. You see, the first thing is, Rabbi Yoyna says in Shari Tshuva, thank you, Rabbi Yonah says in Shai Tshuva, in the opening lines of Shai Tshuva, right? He says, Min ha-tovot asher hetiv Hashem yitbarach im beru'av From the greatest gifts that Hashem did with His creations, Ki heichin lahem aderech, He prepared for them the road, La'alot, to go up, Mitoch pahat ma'asehem, From the pit of their deeds. Velanus and to run mipah pishem from the trap of their uh, averot. Okay, so let's focus on these words for a second. Rabbeinu says that when a person sins, he goes inside a pit. Okay, and without tshuva, he can't get out of the pit. He says when a person sins, he gets in a trap. Without tshuva, you can't get out of the trap, right? What does that mean? He's basically saying that after a person sins, he's stuck. He's forced to continue sinning. He's stuck. And now we need this new thing called tshuva to get him out. Why are you stuck? What does that mean, you're stuck? Okay? So let's try to understand it, because they're very deep concepts. You learn something about yourself, too. Okay? You gotta contact my brother. He needs you to read the Sefer Torah. Okay? Now, you listening? So, let's say, Lamashal, in this, 
not this week's parasha, next week's parasha, it talks about um, a Ben Soreru More. You ever heard of that guy? There's a kid, wild kid, bad kid, steals a couple of dollars from his parents, he buys some wine, meat, whatever it is, right? So we say, you know what? He's this guy, the way he's going, at the end of his, of his career, he's going to end up killing people. So let's kill him now with the concept of Al-Shem Sofo. You know what Al-Shem Sofo means? Even though today the crime that he committed is not so great. It's only Geneva. It's only whatever, right? It's small. But since the end of his career is going to be killing people, Sofo is going to kill people, rob people, and do all kinds of crazy things. So let's take, kill him now for how he's going to look down the route, the line, right? Now, that's what the Torah says. So all the Mephoshim has a steer, a contradiction between another situation, another rule and judgment. There's another rule and judgment. We see by Yishmael, Ishmael was dying from thirst after Avram Avinu threw him out of the house. Okay? So, Hashem wanted to save him and make uh, open his eyes to see a water, place of water, right? So the Malachi Hasharet, they tiny, they said, how can you save him? At the end, at the end, Shem Sofo, his children, that's coming from his Midas, are going to end up killing Jewish people by making them thirsty and give him salty food they're going to eat that salty food be dying for a drink and give them a barrel with air thinking it's water and the air is going to come into them and kill them so he doesn't deserve to live Hashem Sofo what he's going to do later okay so Hashem says Ba'asher Husha today he didn't do that very we don't kill him based on what we know is going to happen later Right? So the question is, how do we work? Or What's the rules? Okay? So here's a very key point. A human being is developed with many, many midot. And many kohot nefesh. Many. We call these things tools. These are tools. Okay? So you can use the tools in the right way. You can use your midas and develop your your personality in the right way, in a holy way, kiddushah way, for a higher purpose, right? Governed by your seichel, governed by your neshama, governed by the Torah. That means like we spoke out yesterday in the Shmuz, even taiva. We say taiva is bad. Taiva is bad if it's used in a bad way. Taiva is not bad if you don't have taiva, you're not a human. You can't enjoy learning, it says. The Sefarim and the Zohar and others that you can't enjoy learning if you don't have typhus. It was that same Koyach nefesh that gives you enjoyment of your typhus is the same exact Koyach nefesh that gives you the fire and the enjoyment of learning. They don't look the same. They don't look remotely the same. But the Koach, the force, the Shoresh, the root is the same. Okay? It's just that when you eat Zahara and your body gets a hold of that Koyach and uses it for itself, it transforms it into a different form. Got it?
That's the idea. Every single thing that we have, even like things that seem to be very bad, are all given to us as kelim. For example, yiush, right? Yiush is a bad thing, right? Yiush. To give up hope is a very bad thing, right? If a person gives up on himself, he's, he's brought down from the Arizal. This is like aviavota tumai, you know? But we could also use Yush in a good way, because if you lost a few dollars, and you just don't give up hope, and you're looking and searching and driving yourself crazy, your whole life is finished. So if you could take that kocha nefesh of Yush and use it so you could forget about it and move on in life, that's a good thing. You understand? There's nothing that we have within our reality which is bad. It's only a question how we, we use it, okay? So now, you listening? But once I use a koach nefesh, which is in its potential state, okay? And I actually let it manifest itself in a certain way, then it changes my reality. You got that? So once I took taiva, let's say, and I used it in a bad way, I changed. Became a different kind of guy. And now the koach nefesh lives within me in a certain way. And now, since it's a koyach nefesh and it's a midah, it's a metzies. It's a teva. And if it's a teva, you have to act according to your teva. You can't change your teva. Fire burns. That's what it does, you know? So the nature of the man, once he allows the koyach nefesh to, to, to manifest itself in himself in a certain way, now that is his, that's who he is. Finished. Done. That's what Rabbi Yenis is saying is. Rabbi Yenis says, once you start a career of chet, which every chet has to use midot. That's what Chaim Vital says. Chaim Vital says, there's no bad, no avera that you do that doesn't use bad midot. None. You understand? So you got it, you're taking those koiches and those midas, and you're using them, and you're letting them flourish and develop within yourself. And now that becomes you. And once it becomes you, you're losing your koyach bechira. That's what Rabbi Yonah says. Rabbi Yonah says we only have bechira in the beginning. Right? So imagine you have a young kid who never smoked a cigarette before, or a Miley, or a little e-league, or whatever it is, right? So the first time, when he's looking at that pack, or whatever it is, he has a 50-50 choice. But once he takes the first puff, smokes the first cigarette, or the first e-lit, he's now it's not 50-50 anymore not on the second one, right? And as he continues going in that way, he loses the Bechira, becomes addicted, right? He lost the Bechira. So when we do our various, we also lose Bechira. Because what you're doing is, you're taking that Koyach HaNefesh, you're taking that Mida, whatever that Mida was, Zorius, Taiva, Gaiva, whatever it was, doesn't matter what, right? And you're expressing it and you're using it in a real world, in a real life way, so it starts to become part of you, right? That's what Rabbi Yana means. Without Shuva, you're in a pit. If you're in a pit, it means you can't get out. If you're in Du Avera, you're in a trap, you can't get out, okay? <clears throat> so then, in this light of understanding, so how do you understand tshuva? Tshuva means you're going back to your original state, to what you were before you sinned, that your kochanefesh goes back to like when you were born. Because start again. 
Chapter. You understand what I'm saying? Tshuva, what does it mean, Tshuva going back to yourself? Tshuva going back to yourself means I can go back to the state of my Kirchus HaNefesh like when I was born before I used it the wrong way. I can restart. It's like a cotton chenoyla dummy. I become like a child that's born again. Once I'm born again, then I can start a new career of goodness. Now you have to hear the lumpness there because you can't just decide to change. You have to go back to your beginnings, then change. You understand? That's a deep point. This is a Gemara. It's really a Gemara. The Gemara says, Hashem created the world with, the, with like the letter Hey. A Hey, right? You know what a Hey looks like? Top, side. It's like three walls. The bottom is open. Okay? So the Gemara says, why? Because anybody who wants to leave the world could leave. It doesn't mean committing suicide. It means leave the world of Kiddushah. You want to go out of the world of Kedusha? It's open. Fadal. Take a step right out. So the Gemara asks, how come the third wall on the left side has an opening? So the Gemara says, because if you want to come back in, you got to have a door. So you got to get back in. So Frank the Gemara says, so why don't you just go back in from where you came out? Not going to work. So what is that saying? If I took my tithers and I used them the wrong way and I became a different guy, I can't just say, okay, today I want to be a tzaddik. You can't anymore. You changed, right? So how do you get back in? You have to go back to square one. Square one means what you were before you sinned. You have to go back to like when you were born. Where the kaychas anefesh were only raw kaychas anefesh. And now you could start again. You could be born again. It's the Chiddush of Tshuva. That's the, the miracle of Tshuva. It's the Chiddush of Tshuva and it's the miracle of Tshuva. So we explained yesterday that the appropriate time for Tshuva is Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because in Rosh Hashanah, you're actually being reborn again. So since you're being reborn again, and you're being recreated again, so now you have a Koyach to tap into this Zach that you could start again. Okay? Now I'm going to show you this in a different Rabbeinu Yaina, Rabbeinu Yaina, a very important one. The name of this Rabbeinu Yaina, it's printed in the back of many Shai Tshuvas. It's called Yesod HaTeshuvah. In some places it's called Sod HaTeshuvah. The secret of Tshuva or the foundation of Tshuva. Okay? It's a whole piece there, but he says, if you want to do Tshuva, I'm going to tell you what to do. This is how you do it. Okay, askilecha veorecha bezerek zuterech. I'm going to show you the path to go. By Yoyim Ahu, on that day, yashlich kol peshaav asherasah. Take the weight of all the sins that you did and throw it off you. The yaseatzmoi, and you shall make yourself kiilu as if ki hayom nolad, like you were born today. This is your first day of life. Now, you're going to refocus your path. That's what he said. It's a whole lot of reasons, but I just want to stop and think about that. The lotion from Rabbeinu Yoyna is Lo Zechut Velo Chova. So I understand if you tell me you want to start fresh, throw all the chovas in the garbage. Well, I got to throw my zechutz in the garbage. What's wrong with my zechutz? Follow? 
Because if I don't throw my zechut, it doesn't mean you don't get schar for it. But I'm just saying, if I don't focus on myself as being brand new, born, the day you were born, you didn't have zechut and you didn't have chova. You have to be born again. That means you have to go back to your original state as a human being that was starting life again. That's the idea that we're been here to say. Follow? That's a new definition of the word teshuvah. Teshuvah to what? Returning where? Returning to yourself like when you were born. You start again, you know? A lot of people, they look back on life and they say, Oh, if I could have made this and lived this again, I would make a decision like this, I would make a decision like that, right? They have charot in the decisions they made because they understand that the decisions that they made changed their life. Change their path of life. There's nothing they can do now, right? So the, the miracle of tshuva is that Kodesh Baruch gave us this opportunity that you can go back. Forget about, there's two parts of tshuva. I just want to explain to you. There's really two parts of tshuva. Is fixing the damage that you did in the world, the tikkun and the neshama that you did. You know, that's one part. And then there's beginning again. You can start life again. You follow? Now, First you have to start. Rabbi Yerin is saying first you have to start fresh. Because once you start fresh, then it's possible for you to have remorse about the old thing. Because that's so not me anymore. So it's so not part of me. It's so not in my essence. I don't want it anymore. Right? That's why you notice that what comes first? Roshana or Yom Kippur? What comes first? Roshana. So you should say, one second, Yom Kippur should come first. Let me do tshuva. Right? And then let me have Yom Adin. You make a mistake. Because Rosh Hashanah is also part of Tshuva. It's also part of it. Right? It's the first step of it. The first step of Tshuva is to be born again. That's the first step of Tshuva. To be born again. Then you can go fix up the old problems that you created in the world. The old damage you can, you can fix up. But you can't do tshuva if you can't be born again. That's not shalayach, right? You understand what I'm trying to say? So our job is to figure out how to, how to make the restart button. The first thing is to believe that it can't be done. You understand? Again, it's not changing your personality. It's not changing your nature. It's not changing anything. It's just giving you back the free choice that you had before. And now you can rebuild the building from scratch the right direction. Again, it's not making you a tzaddik either. Right? People think after Yom Kippur you're a tzaddik amur. You're not. You're 20 years old. How are you going to be a tzaddik amur? You understand? You have a whole life. What are you going to do for the rest of the 80 years? Huh? Nothing. It doesn't mean you're going to love learning after Yom Kippur. It doesn't mean you're going to love davening after Yom Kippur. It doesn't mean that you're going to be the Veltzir Shemayim after Yom Kippur. It doesn't mean you're going to have Avas Hashem after Yom Kippur. No, no, people look for magical stuff after Yom Kippur. Magical expectations. No. What it's doing is it's bringing you back to the Nekuda HaBechira that you now can start building in the right direction. And you can start setting yourself up for a career of growth. That's what it's doing for you. It's taking away the trap. It's taking away the pit. It's taking away the timtum halev, right? So you have, what we, when a person does avera, he brings timtum halev into himself, where he starts to 
dull his spiritual senses. And he loses his clarity in Hashkafa. And he doesn't feel Ruchnius. And he's more inclined to Gashmis, right? There's a damage. It's a poison that you put into yourself. If you do Averis, you put that poison to yourself. So it's like how you grow. If you're all poisoned up, how do you grow, right? So Roshanim Kippur will give you the restart. The restart is that the Timtumalev will go out of you. So you can begin. So Roshanim Kippur puts you back in the game. Gives you the ability to grow again. And to grow healthy. You understand? And you're not the old you that you have to just continue on that path. So we have to learn, that's the focus, how to learn how to do the restart. How to take the moment that Hashem gave us, this tremendous opportunity to be mechadish ourselves. Since Hashem is being mechadish the Bria, He's helping you become a new Bria. Okay? There is a Maimah for Rabbi Rucho, maybe we'll read it, that this is a very, very important focus of Rabbi Rucham in the Avoid of Rosh Hashanah Kippur. Very important. I'm going to show you how the Vidui works according to Rabbi Rucham. All going with this lumpness. So this is what we have to put in, but now we have to daven silly